Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots. It's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable. And you are tuned into The Secret Teachings Radio, airing five nights a week, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero on GroundZero.radio and the Aftermath FM Ground Zero app. Thank you so much for tuning into The Secret Teachings after Ground Zero tonight. 
welcome all of the typical listeners joining us later in the archives or during the live broadcast. I really appreciate your support. If you're listening in the free archive, thank you, because when you do that, we get some of the profit from those advertisements. If you want to get rid of those ads, though, you can subscribe to the ad-free full show archive with montages, my digital books, and more at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you don't like using PayPal, that's fine. We do have a cash app account now. It is simply the dollar sign and then R-D-G-A-B-L-E. That's our cash app identity. Not exactly sure how it works yet. I just signed up for it. You can also use rdgable at yahoo.com to contact us if you have any questions about anything. Or maybe you have music you'd like us to play on the show or you have a guest you'd like us to have on the show. I mean, I really do. I reach out to all the guests that people ask me to. I reach out to people from YouTube to authors and People sometimes are busy, so they don't get back to me. And other times people just tell me outright, I'm not going to come on your show because I got on your website and I saw one thing I didn't like and I don't want to be associated with you. So as far as I'm concerned, to hell with them. I I, I don't really care. I'm tired of having to deal with people that don't want to be associated with me because I have a viewpoint they don't like. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of you feel similar to that. You know, it's almost like in the last couple of years, if you don't have the same viewpoint, I don't care if it's one way or the other that someone else has. I don't care what their view is. They don't want to talk to you. And this is not conducive to a healthy and a civil and a rational society. You know, we think of the word uh, debate. We talk about debates. And when we think about a debate... We tend to think that a debate is two people that get together, like two politicians or something like that, and they argue and they fight and they say things that are untrue and they lie and they sometimes get a little heated. And the whole point of the debate is who won the debate? Did the Republican win the debate? Did the Democrat win the debate? But that's not the point of a debate. The point of a debate is to talk about issues and then to offer solutions to those issues And hopefully both sides come away, including the audience, with a different point of view or a slightly altered point of view. Hopefully you can see your opponent's point of view to some extent. And with the best idea, the best solution, winning the debate, although it's not about winning, it's about solving the issues. But that's not how we view debates. In the same way that we don't really view our country here in the United States as being anything more than 51% of the country gets to dictate what the other 49% of the country gets to do. And don't think that this confusion with words and definitions is not intentional because it is. I I really didn't want to do uh, the show that I'm going to do tonight, especially until after Halloween, but it is, I think, far too important to let it go any further Earlier this week, we had Charlie Robinson on. We had Karen Dahlman on last night. And we've got two really good Halloween shows prepared for you tomorrow and Friday night. And as I said, I didn't really want to do this show in the middle of the week, in the middle of the Halloween week. But I just don't really have a choice considering that I've experienced something firsthand that I need to share with you. And it's very important. And you, you, I hopefully, I hope that you haven't gone through the same thing. And if you have or you think you might be going through the same thing, I'm going to give you some ways to 
check on it and hopefully resolve the issue. Uh, as most of you know, I am not a supporter of Republicans or Democrats. I'm an independent, and I'm not even sure if I'm an independent, honestly. I am not a supporter of former President Donald Trump, although I guess I'd prefer him over Joe Biden. And when the election in 2020 took place, I didn't necessarily think that Joe Biden won. I, I didn't necessarily believe that. I, I don't see how someone who couldn't get five people to a rally beat someone who could get 10,000 people short notice overnight. I, I, I didn't understand how that was possible or how someone who really didn't campaign at all and had very little to say and was apparently suffering from serious cognitive malfunction beat somebody who wasn't. I, I found that really hard to believe. And of course, if you even question the idea that, hey, how, I mean, how did Joe Biden win? You, you know, you're a QAnon supporter. You're a, a Nazi. You're a racist. You're a sexist. You're a bigot. You like Donald Trump, all these terrible names. And it doesn't really solve any problems. It actually creates more problems to just call names and yell at people and, and stuff like that. And everybody does it. You know, Republicans say libtard and liberals say COVID idiots. And it, it goes both ways. And it, it's really annoying. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help us solve any of our any of our problems. But here's the thing. I've never really been a proponent of that idea. And for two years, we've heard that there is that there was election fraud. We, we, we hear it all the time. And especially from people that are much more to the right, you know, especially mega Republicans, almost everything is about election fraud, election fraud, election fraud. I went up to a, an event up in Phoenix a couple of months ago. And at the event, a senator from the state of Arizona, here where I am, came to the event. And uh, Wendy Rogers, some of you probably know her. She's all over the news. They just assault the woman verbally on a daily basis. And I can't say I agree with everything she says or believes. Some things she says I agree with, but you know that's, that's what democracy is in a republic. So, And I, I just didn't understand how all the people there they just they didn't have any other questions to ask this woman except what about the voting machines? What about the election? What about the election being stolen? How do we get Trump back in office? How do we do this? How do we? It was just constant, like obsessive compulsiveness. And I always feel the need, like every time I make a statement, I have to say it again. I'm not a Trump supporter. I didn't vote for Trump. I wouldn't have voted for Trump. I wouldn't have voted for, for probably anybody that was running for office. The only person I kind of liked was Tulsi Gabbard, and she's part of the, the World Economic Forum, apparently. And I, I, I mean, what she says seems to be contrary to their agenda, but I, I don't know who to trust. I don't know what to trust. And obviously that is probably part of a larger conspiracy, because if you don't know who to trust, you don't know, you either don't participate or you just vote a straight red or a straight blue ticket. And that's a very, very dangerous thing because there are some blue people that have good ideas. And there are some red people that have good ideas. And there are some red people that you wouldn't vote for just because they're red, even though their ideas might be closer to your ideas, but because they're red, you wouldn't vote for them and vice versa. So I've been telling people recently, because I keep hearing on the mainstream media when I read stuff online, or I keep seeing it on social media, that's mostly where I'm seeing it, about how democracy is being threatened and how people won't accept um, 
election results. And I'm here to tell you tonight that that is the manner by which you undermine what we call democracy. You tell people that if they don't vote for you or don't vote for your party, that they're going to lose democracy. You tell people that they should just vote, just vote blue, just vote red, without even knowing the issues, their policies, or the candidates themselves. You refuse to debate your opponent, and you focus on mob rule, democracy, demos, and ignore the minority and ignore the rule of law. That's why, especially the left, is so heavily focused on democracy, 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 because they just want to get you to the voting booth. They just want you to vote. It doesn't matter what your opponent says. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what your policies are. Just vote for them. They want democracy to be the sole thing you focus on. So you don't think about the policies or maybe the laws that they want to pass, etc., that are a threat not only to democracy, they're a true threat to the republic, to the constitutional republic, to independent states, sovereign states within the republic. So you tell people, vote for us or you're going to lose democracy. That sounds like a threat to me. You tell people, just vote. Doesn't matter who you vote for, just vote for them because they're blue or because they're red. Well, that's kind of a threat to democracy. And then you refuse to debate your opponent, like we've seen so many across the United States, from Arizona to Pennsylvania. Just don't debate your opponent. Call them names. Don't debate them. Go in the back door. Ignore them. Don't have anything to do with them, which is a hallmark of democracy. Debating, discussing things, trying to offer solutions and letting the people decide what the better solution is to problems that we face. And you focus on the mob. They don't care about the 49%. They care about the 51%. Whoever can give them the power, whoever can give them the job. You ignore the minority and you ignore the rule of law. That's what's happening. And even so, all of these things really are, although they are a threat to and undermine democracy, they really are the epitome of democracy. Because it doesn't really matter what the policy is, what your opponent is. It doesn't really matter what, what the issues are. It doesn't really matter who votes as long as enough people vote for you to put you in power. That's democracy, and that's just a mob. A mob of ignorant, dumbed-down, borderline retarded people that don't know what's going on around them. They just vote for the last sign they see before they go to the polls. They vote for the person who tells them they're going to give them the most stuff. They vote for the person who promises them that they can do whatever they want without consequence. And, and if that's democracy, well, then I don't want democracy. Because that just sounds like a Mad Max-style social structure. That's very, 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 very incredibly, stunningly dangerous. But we seem to not be able to recognize that because we're so focused on, on other things that are, are unbelievably, unbelievably um, manipulating of our perception of reality. Uh, for, for example, and we talk about things like free speech, and free speech, in a lot of ways, is under assault. But in other ways, free speech is freer than you've ever imagined. Like, for example, if you want to talk about elections, well, then you don't have the free speech to do that. But if you want to talk about making sure elections are secure for a particular political party, then you have free speech again. If you're a Republican and do it, then you're undermining democracy. If you're a Democrat and do it, then you're supporting democracy. 
I have a good quote here from uh, an author named Jonah Goldberg. Jonah Goldberg said, Free speech, too, is under relentless assault where it matters most around elections, and it is being sanctified where it matters least around stripper poles and on terrorist websites. That's precisely what's happening. You can have free speech in the strip club. You can have free speech on the street and doing drugs, but, but you can't have free speech to make sure that elections are fair. And again, I'm not a Trump supporter. I don't see how Joe Biden won the last election, but this is this is not an issue that I'm hung up on, and I don't really I don't really focus a lot of my attention on it. However, recently I've had some experiences that they have come together and provided me with a perspective that I felt the need to talk to you about tonight on the show. So I want to do a couple of things. I want to share this story with you, and I want to play some audio for you. Uh, a recording of a phone call I made as support for my story. And I want to lay out what I have for you tonight. And then you can make the decision for yourself. There's no hyperbole here. There's no shock value here. The bottom line is I'm an American. I'm a human. I'm looking for things that make sense. I'm not attached to political identities, parties, colors, animals, or people. Some things make sense, some things don't make sense. And when something doesn't make sense, I try to make sense of it. And then I try to bring you that information here on The Secret Teachings. And this is a type of a show that I don't even like doing. I, I, don't, I hate political shows. I really just can't stand them. But again, this is very important. And it's also something that is, uh, I think, a requirement of me as a broadcaster to share with you. So... Here's the, here's the introduction to the story. This is basically how it all goes down. I moved to Tucson, Arizona a couple of years ago. I moved away, and I've moved back. I moved back in 2021, last year, around this time. In late December, around Christmas time, I have uh, my, uh, my voting registration approved. So, And I have the date of that. It is December 27th. 2021. That's the date that my voting registration was accepted and was approved. December 27th, 2021. I registered as an independent. And when I registered, I told them at the motor vehicle department, I would like to be registered as an independent. And I do not want to receive a mail-in paper ballot. I want to go to the voting booth and vote in person. And there wasn't any other motivation behind it except I think that it's an experience that's kind of cool and I'd like to go participate in person. Plus, you know, things that I have uh, that I ship out to listeners like books tend to go missing a lot. I'd prefer not to rely on the mail for something so important as my vote. So I'd like to go to go to the poll in person and do the voting that way. Very adamant about it. Very sincere about it. And that was it. And I left it at that. And I waited for the primary elections to approach on August 2nd here in Arizona. Now, on August 2nd, I go to the voting center, one of the voting centers here on the west side of town. It's about a mile and a half down the road from me, just west, not very far, near the Tucson Mountain Park, a little, little tiny church. So I drive down there in the morning, thinking there might be a, a relatively long line. There wasn't. So I walked right in the door. People were coming in, coming out. It was pretty quick. People were coming in, maybe 10 minutes, voting, leaving. That was it. So I walk into this little church, and I go over to the 
first booth, the first counter, they have a little table set up with a computer. And I give them my ID and I ask them, you know, how does this work? I've never done this in person here before. I know you guys have a new system in Arizona. So, I mean, if I'm not even sure if you guys know how it works yet, you know, because they were trying to figure it out themselves. These were new, new people, new system. And she said, oh, no, 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 it's pretty simple. Just put your information in here and uh, then, then we'll, we'll get you the ballot. I said, okay. So she starts to get it ready. And then she says, actually, it says you've already turned in a ballot. And I said, confusing. Uh, uh, I thought it was confusing. I thought I was confused. I said, um, no, I didn't turn in a ballot. She said, well, here it says that you've already turned one in. And I said, nope, got up at 6.30 this morning to come down here at 7, 7.15 to, to vote. I, I didn't turn a ballot in. And she said, okay, well, this is kind of a strange case. It might be because of the new system. We'll need you to go down to the other table, special sections table. I said, okay. So I walked down to the other table and I asked them, how does this work? They sent me down here. What do I do? So they took my identification again, my little ID, and they looked it up and said, okay, you're good. Here's, you know, here's your ballot. And as they start to process it, something apparently comes up on their screen. And she says, actually, um, it says you've already been given a ballot. We can't give you another one. I said, well, I never received a ballot. And um, I mean, this was early in the morning, but I'm, I'm starting to get upset already because this should not be this complicated. People are coming and going quickly. So I tell the woman, well, um, I'm here to vote, so I'm going to vote. Uh, just figure it out so we can solve this issue. And they were they were very nice. These ladies were very nice who were working here at this little church. And uh well, they decided, okay, well, it isn't working over here. Why don't you go back to the first table and try it there? The first table I go back to, it didn't work again, so they sent me down to the last table, uh, which is the special table again, so I'm back and forth. They eventually get one of the managers. It's an older gentleman, very nice, middle-aged gentleman, very nice, very helpful. And he said, he's like, don't worry, we're going to get this taken care of. He's like, this is this is very problematic because, you know, I mean, it's a new system, but this is still problematic. We haven't seen this yet this morning. And he goes about making some phone calls. And he says, I'm going to try to contact, uh, you know, our head office, because a lot of these people were volunteers. He's going to try to contact uh, the people in charge of this side of the, you know, the, the, the voting on the, the side of the city. I'm going to try to, because they had it broken up by divisions. I'm going to try to contact uh, the recorder's office, et cetera, to see what we can see what we can figure out. So he's on the phone. And as he's on the phone, I'm talking to these ladies that are sitting there and we're just having a conversation. And, and she said, I mean, yeah, one of the ladies said, I'm, ladies said, I've never seen this. I don't know what happened. And I said, well, I mean, to be fair, you just opened. This is a new system. So, you know, it's not necessarily suspicious, right? She said, no, not, yeah, you're right. It's not necessarily suspicious. And so this other guy comes over. He's got a mask on. He's the only one with the mask. And he says something to, to the effect of, and at this point, I had gotten my phone out to start recording because I couldn't really process what was happening. He comes over and he says, yeah, there's nothing suspicious here. This is just, uh, this is just how it's happening. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to figure it out, but there, you know, there's, it's not like there's a conspiracy or anything, which is strange. I mean, why he would bring that up. I'm assuming he thought, well, you're coming in here. You got to, you know, you registered as an independent, but for the primary, you, you, I see your thing, you're a Republican. So, you know, you probably think this is some big conspiracy, right? I remember telling the guy and I told all of them, I said, you know what? I, I said, this isn't about Donald Trump or Joe Biden or politics of the left or the right. This is about me, a citizen of the state of Arizona, coming in to vote and not being able to because you're telling me your system says I already voted. 
This has nothing to do with Donald Trump. This has to do with where's my ballot because I don't have one. Give me one. I'm voting today. You know, it's it's like that. I get I get upset about it because it's ridiculous. So long story short, after a couple of phone calls and me standing around and talking to some of these people for a while, the gentleman gets off the phone and he says, well, it seems to be a glitch or some kind of error. We're going to have to give you a special ballot and we'll process it separately from from the regular system or something to that effect, he said. So they give me the ballot and I go and I fill in the bubbles and I, I do all that and then I turn it in and I left. And before I left, the guy said, make sure that you go to the recorder's office and you, or, you know, you go or you call, you know, you, sh- you shouldn't be on the list, but make sure that you are not on the list that says that you want the ballots sent to you, uh, you know, for, you know, the mail-in ballots, the mail-in voting. I said, okay. So, so I did that. And I'm, I've been informed that, you know, my name's not on any list to receive anything. Just a few days ago, I started to receive text messages. Now, this was back in August. What just happened a few days ago was just a few days ago, like mid-October. I started to receive text messages, and these text messages came from a group called Voting Futures. And here's what they sent me. Hi, Ryan. This is Myra with Voting Futures. If you live at, and she gives my address correctly, you will receive your 2022 ballot in the mail soon. Do you have any questions about your ballot? And I said, yeah, I have a huge question. I never requested a ballot. Why am I receiving one? She didn't respond. I texted her back again. This was on the 13th. Why would I receive my ballot if I never requested one? Her response, I'm just a volunteer. I said, well, you asked me if I had any questions about the ballot. I'm asking you, why am I receiving if I didn't request it? How did you receive my address? Are you working for a political party? She said, we got your number from a list of state residents. We aren't endorsing any candidates at this time. We just want to make sure everyone is ready to vote. Okay, so why am I getting a ballot if I didn't request it? I'm just a volunteer. That's what the text messages said. That was on the 13th. I had the discussion with her. And the original text was sent on the 12th at 1.44 p.m. I don't always get to my text same day. Okay, so I get that text message. And then in the mail, just a few days later, I receive a paper mail-in ballot for the general election, despite the fact that I never signed up for one. And after the debacle during the primaries, I definitely wasn't signed up for a ballot to come in the mail. When we come back from break, I'm going to tell you what happened because I contacted the recorder's office and they told me I requested a ballot September 18th, just a few weeks ago. Never requested a ballot. And yet they sent me one anyway. Turns out I'm on a list to have the ballot printed and sent to me, despite the fact that I never signed up for it, I never checked it, and I was informed that this is happening to a lot of people, and when they opt out of it, they stay opted into it, so they can legally print these ballots and send them to people. This time I received one, but during the primary, I never even received it, so God knows where it went. God knows who I voted for. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Really important subject tonight. I hope that You don't think this is a super left or right wing politically charged discussion. This is my experience, and hopefully it's not happening to you. If it is, I'm going to try to provide you with some solutions of how to resolve this issue. Uh, And at least I want you to be informed that this isn't a subject that I'm crazy about, but this is happening to me directly right before the general election. And this is really important. This needs to be discussed. 
This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Stay with us. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all Brian's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the fall back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi everyone, this is Mark Passio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. You are tuned into The Secret Teachings Radio. I really didn't want to do the show that I'm doing tonight because it's Halloween week and I don't really want to focus on something so polarizing as voting or politics. But when I went to register to vote back in November, December of 2021, I did so as an independent. And on December 27th, 2021, I received a notification. I got my card in the mail I'm actually surprised I got it. It was so close to Christmas, but I got my card and I was approved as, you know, registered voter independent in Arizona here in Pima County on the 27th. I had my little independent card. And as the primary on August 2nd, 2022 approached, I decided to register as a Republican for the primaries. So I did that. And when I went to go vote in the primary, I got in my car about Seven o'clock in the morning, I drove just a mile or so west of where I live into the area of the Tucson Mountain Park. There's a little church out there where you could vote. Went into the church, asked for my ballot, gave them my ID, my voting card, and they told me your vote, your ballot has already been processed. And I said, well, you just opened. It's 7 a.m. How has it been processed? They told me that I was sent a ballot in the mail and that I had received the ballot in the mail, I had filled it out, and I had sent it back in. None of that is true. 
even if I had received a ballot, I wouldn't have filled it out and I wouldn't have definitely sent it in. I don't really believe in mail-in ballots except in certain extreme circumstances. And even then you should have to provide uh, multiple forms of identification to prove that you are who you are before you receive it. Shouldn't be just thrown out like Halloween candy. But the thing is, I never requested one. I never signed up for one. I never checked a box that said I'd like it. Because when I signed up initially to vote and I got my registration later in the mail, I was at the motor vehicle department. And when I did the registration, I explicitly said I want to be an independent and I do not want to vote by mail. I want to do it in person. So I'm unable to vote during the primaries until about an hour or so of intervening by one of the people working the polls who had to contact all of these different, I don't, even, I don't even know who he called overall. He called the recorder's office and some others. And he tells me, after all that, he's like, okay, this was obviously unnecessarily complicated. This is a big issue. Um, uh, you know, we've never seen this before, which it was early in the morning. It was a new system. So maybe that's why, right? That's what I'm thinking. And I said, okay, well, um, if I can vote now, I'll do that. I'll, I just put it in the envelope, put it in the box. Everything's good. He said, yep, everything's good now. But it took an hour to get there, to get to that point. He said, you need to make sure that you contact the recorder, though, again, and, and, and make sure that you're not on a list. You know, you didn't request something accidentally. And I mean, I hand to God, hand to whatever deity, entity, etc. I do not believe in voting by mail myself. I would like to vote in person, just part of the process. So I would have I would have never I'm so compulsive when I buy something online or when I do something like that. There's absolutely no way I would have accidentally selected or checked or done anything like that. And even if I did, even if the motor vehicle department made a mistake in 2021, even if I made a mistake when I re-registered to be a Republican for the primary, even if something like that happened. Look, he's admitting he's a Republican. Yeah, for the primary, but I was an independent. So even if something like that happened. Doesn't explain what has gone down in the last three weeks. So I got a text message. I got a text message from a group. And I'm sure that there are plenty of people who have received similar text messages. Called Voting Futures. They sent this to me October 12th at 1.44 p.m. on a Wednesday. It says this. Hi, Ryan. This is Myra with Voting Futures. If you live at, and it gives my correct address, you will receive your 2022 ballot in the mail soon. Do you have any questions about your ballot? And then they sent me a picture of my ballot. I thought it was totally spam because I had received a lot of other spam emails during the 2020 election that said, are you registered to vote? And in New York, I was not. But I responded back and said to play with these people. I said, yes, I'm going to vote for Trump. And I got messages back that said, well, well, we'll remove you from the list. We'll never ask you again. And people got like, these were like volunteers. People got really angry. You just said, well, well, yeah, I'm voting for Republicans. I'm definitely registered. Oh, well, we'll never talk to you. We'll never contact you again then, sir. It's, it's clearly the political bias in these unbiased groups. So I told the woman, I said, because I didn't know if this was spam or what it was. I mean, she had my correct address. So I said, yeah, I have a huge question. I never requested a ballot. Why am I receiving one? So this was, again, this was just a few days ago. This was like a week ago. And over the next couple of days from the 12th of October, 
I ended up receiving in the mail. I opened the mailbox and I saw that little green paper that she sent me a picture of with the ballot and all that in the mailbox. And I took it out and I remember saying some curse words and saying, these mother, they sent me one anyway, again. Now, they said they sent me one during the primaries. I never received it. And yet somehow it was still registered as having been turned in. I didn't receive it. I didn't fill it out. I never sent it in. So I don't know how it could have been registered. The next day, this was two days ago, I received another paper. So I think I received the ballot on, it's probably the 16th, it's like three, four days after the text message. And then I received this paper in the mail. I've got a copy of it right here. And it says, important voting information. According to our records, you have received an early ballot and must return it soon. It says you can mail it, drop it off, or vote in person. If you have any questions, call our number, 866-R-VOTE, or go to my.arizona.vote. And they listed some other numbers, and this is, this is addressed to me, and it says Opportunity Arizona, and it gives the address of where this group is from, and it says, do you have questions about voting dates and times, locations, the status of your registration, or have issues to report at the polls? Call the Election Protection Hotline. So I called the Election Protection Hotline, and I explained to them, I registered as an independent. I registered as not having a mail-in ballot. Then for the primaries, I registered as a Republican temporarily. I went to vote in the primaries. They told me my ballot was already submitted and registered. I said, no, it wasn't. They ended up getting me a ballot to vote after about an hour of conversing with the city. However, the ballot that they claimed was already submitted was already submitted in my name. So apparently I voted twice. Chances are I voted on my official ballot, Republican. Some people I didn't vote for. You know, there might have even been, I don't remember who I voted for by name. I have a picture of it. I might have even voted for an independent or a Democrat. So it's not a straight Republican ticket per se. I listen to what people say and I think, well, that person probably makes, you know, would, would make a better representative, et cetera. My other ballot, God knows who I voted for. I probably voted on that ballot as a straight Democrat ticket. I have no idea. I have no way to tell that, though, because I called this number and I explained that to them. And the woman, very nice on the phone, she said, let me get into the recorder database and let me see what it says. So she gets into the database. She tells me, actually, it says right here, sir, on September 18th, you requested a paper mail-in ballot for the general election. And I said, hold on a second, ma'am. I did not, repeat, did not request a paper ballot. I, w I wouldn't have done that ever let alone for the general election, let alone after all the problems that I just had during the primary. I would not have done that. She said, well, that is really weird and that is really strange, but it says here that you requested it on the 18th and they sent it to you and she said, you did receive it, right? And I said, yes. I said, but here's another problem. Back during the primaries, they said I had received one. I never even received a paper ballot. They claimed that I had received one and already turned it in and wouldn't, wouldn't even let me vote initially. They did solve the problem after about an hour, though. So she said, well, let me look a little bit deeper. Let me see what's going on here. She said, it looks like you were registered as of December 27th. It looks like you were an independent. You switched to Republican for the primary. 
And it looks like you are on the list for the auto vote ballot generation. And I said, well, I said, okay, let me let me just talk to you about this for a second. Let's just say hypothetically, I made a mistake when I originally registered. Let's say that the MVD, the Motor Vehicle Department, our, our DMV, maybe they made a mistake. Okay, that problem, if that was an issue, should have been resolved during the primary when I had the issue with having had a ballot supposedly sent to me. But see, that's the other side of the issue. I never even received that ballot. And when I was at the the polling uh, place, when I was at the voting center, one of the voting centers, they supposedly talked to these people on the phone, resolved the issue, and got me a ballot. So even if there was a mistake at the MVD on my part or the people working there or some mistake on a form or something happened like that, that problem should have been resolved during the primary back in early August. Now you're telling me, and this woman was nice, so I wasn't yelling at her. We were just discussing. I said, now you're telling me on September 18th, I requested a ballot. Some other group has my phone number with my address. They told me I was going to get it, and they sent me a picture of it, and then I receive it in the mail. How does that work? Because I'm not on a list. She says, well, it still says here you're on the list. So she couldn't help me that much because she, I mean, she's got access to see it, but she can't really do anything about it. So I said, well, what, well, what should I do then? Who should I call? She said, try contacting the Secretary of State. I literally laughed out loud. I said, I said you know, are you located in Arizona? And she said, yeah, like she said, I am. We're all over the country, but this group, yeah, I'm, I'm in Arizona. And I said, well, then you know who the Secretary of State is, right? Katie Hobbs, there's no way in hell the Secretary of State office is, they're not even open to the public now because of COVID still. I said, there's no way in hell they're going to do anything. They're, they're benefiting from this. They're benefiting from these types of issues. So she said, well, you could contact the Attorney General. I was like, well, what's the, what's the Republican Attorney General going to do? They don't believe there's any such thing as you know, voter, voting issues because it's politically expedient not to believe that because they're rhinos. So what, what am I going to do? And she said, I really don't have any idea what to do. She said, this is unfortunate. This is very suspicious. I'm not sure. I said, I said, okay, well, I, I guess I'll just try contacting the recorder's office again. So that's what I did. I got off the phone with this lady and I called up the Pima County recorder's office, Gabriella Cazares Kelly, Pima County recorder. And it took me a minute or two to get somebody on the phone. And then they took another couple minutes to find me someone who was an agent who could help me. And I get on the phone with this lady and I have a recording of this. I want to play a little bit of it for you in the next hour, but I get on the phone with this lady. She was very, very nice. And she says, okay, what's the issue? And I start telling her all this. I tell her about the registration. I tell her about the primary. I tell her now I got the text messages. I got these things in the mail and now I'm getting a ballot. I didn't request again, even though they said I received one during the primary. I didn't. So something weird and funky. There's not even consistency in the inconsistency. So I'm telling her all of this. And she says, well, it it does say here you requested a ballot on the 18th of September. And she says, it looks like you registered originally at the motor vehicle department. And I said, yep. And she said, well, this has happened to a few people and they were uncertain if they selected the auto vote generation for the ballot. She said, do you, do you remember what you did? I said, oh, I'm I'm a hundred percent positive. I'd bet my soul on it. I did not select that option. I wouldn't have selected that option. I, I don't trust it. I'd rather do it in person. She said, okay, so 
there has to be an issue here along the way, like the part of the, this registration, you know, something during the pri- something had to have is going wrong in the system with your name, which is not uncommon for me to experience, by the way. You know, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know, I have a lot of weird tech issues and stuff like that. So that's not necessarily strange. What's strange is she said and she kept pausing. Um, and I'm not sure how much of this audio I'm going to play later, but if I if I play all of it, you'll hear it. she pauses and she's trying to figure out what's going on. She said, this is weird. You you requested about on the 18th. I said, is that automatic? She said, well, kind of. She said, if you've if you're on the auto vote roll, then you'll you know, it'll automatically generate one for you within a certain time frame before the election. So you get in the mail and you can vote and vote and then send it back in. I said, okay, well, I didn't request it. I'm not on that list. I did not sign up for that list. And if I did, if there was a mistake, it was taken care of during the primaries at the polling center. And when I contacted the recorder's office, your office, she comes back to me and she says, and she was very nice. She says, well, I'm, let me look in the system. Let me do a little research on this. So she looks in the system and she comes back and she tells me, actually, you are the, you are checked off and that you are checked off for the auto ballot generation. And I said, I said this, I mean, you call it a glitch, but this seems like fraud because you're telling me that I am checked off on that auto check, despite the fact that we resolved this during the primary. If it was an issue before my mistake or somebody else's mistake, this was resolved in the primary. Now you're telling me it's not resolved. I'm still in that list. And they still generated a ballot for me. And I said, not only that, but this time I got the ballot. The last time I didn't even receive a ballot. So where did that ballot go? It just vanished. It just disappeared. Who, who, who did I vote for on that ballot? See, that's how ballot harvesting works. She told me that as long as your name is in the automatic voting role, and she said she believed that it's, it, and I got the recording of it. She said she believes that this is basically opting people into the auto voting role so they can legally generate you a ballot. And in this case, I received one for the general, but I did not receive the primary ballot. And then when I go to vote, oh, it's already registered. It's already been submitted. You can't have another ballot. What are you trying to vote twice? But as long as your name is on that list, they can legally print you the ballot and send it to you or, quote, send it to you and it disappears. So where do you think those ballots end up? I don't know. And I told the woman on the phone from the recorder's office, I said, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, independent, communist, socialist or what you are. This is really, really suspicious This seems like fraud. This seems like a conspiracy. This seems like something really, really sinister is happening here. There's something wrong here. If I was a, 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 you know, whatever, a Green Party, communist, independent, I don't care what you call me, a libertarian. If I was any of those people, I would I would I would want the issue to still be resolved. It doesn't really matter what your politics are. You should have your vote counted and not random ballots printed and sent God knows where, regardless of what your political identity is. She agreed with me. Virtually everything I said, she was trying to figure out what was going on. Couldn't really figure it out. She said, well, the only way that we can take you off this list is you, she said, you can try to do it online, but she said, you already attempted to do this, right? And I said, yes, I already, I already tried. And they said that was, I was removed. And then apparently I'm not. So she said, you can fill out a paper you can do it at home, print it out, bring it in, or come in and get it and fill it out. And she said she gave me her name and the name of the la- a lady that works at the front. 
And she said, we um, will be here, you know, Monday through Friday. She said, if you come down to the office, she said, if you hand us the paper directly and we can confirm your ID, we can remove it for you legally here in person so you can see it happen. And I said, that's the that's the only way to remove it. She said, well, yes and no, mostly yes, because that's considering the issues you've had. Um, it seems you know weird that you'd still be on the list. I said, oh, okay, I guess I can try to do that. What's the address? So she gave me the address and all that, which it doesn't matter now because the ballot's already been printed. I already have it in front of me. And she said, um, yeah, she gave me the address and she said, just come down and fill it out. She's like, I'm sorry. She's like, you know what? If you want to know my honest opinion, I'm not going to tell you this woman's name, by the way, because I don't want her to get in trouble, but I do have the recording. Uh, and if I play any amount of this, her name's beeped out. She said, honestly, sir, what I feel is happening is when you go to the motor vehicle department, you go to the MVD and you sign up, you register to vote. She said, because I've had other people go through this. It seems like when you select in-person voting, you don't want to be on the auto voter roll. It automatically registers you on the auto voter roll. In other words, it's basically like you go into the voting booth and you're like, I'm voting for candidate A and it automatically switches to B and says, thank you for voting for candidate B. So that is my experience. That's what happened to me. Okay. And then... This is national news. We learned this. Up to 6,000 faulty ballots sent to Arizona voters under Democrat Katie Hobbs's watch. She's the Secretary of State. She's running for governor. As many as 6,000 faulty ballots that only listed federal races were mailed to Arizona voters due to voter registration error. Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, a Democrat running for governor against Republican Carrie Lake, announced the error on Tuesday. I didn't see that. I read this yesterday because they announced it on Tuesday, but it didn't make any press here in Arizona. The Associated Press had to pick up the story because nobody in Arizona, the left wing media in particular, wanted to talk about it. So here's what the Associated Press said. When people register to vote in Arizona or update their registration, an election system queries driver license records to verify whether the person has proven their citizenship. Those who don't have citizenship documentation on file are not eligible to vote in state elections and are registered as federal-only voters. Sophia Solis, a spokeswoman for Hobbs, said the driver's license query failed to uh, properly verify the citizenship for some people leading them to be improperly registered as federal-only voters. She did not provide a breakdown of their party affiliation or describe the characteristics that led to the problems. Of course not. You want to bet some big dollars that most of those voters that had their registration switched from local and state to federal-only are almost exclusively Republican? You want to bet... That the Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, her office that botched the primary in Maricopa County where they ran out of Republican ballots early, early, early in the morning at some polling centers. You want to bet that that's this. That's not that that's not the same exact scam. They just accidentally sent out thousands of ballots and 
unregistered people as voting in the state only for basically people that were registered in the state and they couldn't identify who they were. So just like someone who's undocumented, they get to vote in the federal, but not like in a governor election. So these people basically are disqualified to vote. You want to bet all of them are Republican? Because I put a lot of money on it, a lot of money, especially after what happened during the primary with Katie Hobbs's office here in Arizona and up in Maricopa County. This is what the AP is reporting. Now, Hobbs said that a database issue was resolved and voters can anticipate complete ballots soon. So what's going to happen to those other 6,000 ballots? They're federal, but what's going to happen to them? They just get thrown in the trash. Well, what, what exactly happened? Do they void them in the system? The Democrat, Katie Hobbs, who hates Trump supporters and thinks that they're neo-Nazis and all that stuff, had rejected a request for an independent analysis of voting data from the Arizona Senate President Karen Fan. So Katie Hobbs botched the primary, lost or just didn't turn in to voting centers, didn't have it organized to turn in enough Republican ballots. It would be one thing if it was both, but just Republican ballots. And then this time, you, you better believe, because she didn't provide a list of what people were affected by these 6,000 ballots that were but just couldn't identify who the people were, so they don't, they don't get to vote. Oh, they've resolved the issue. You want to bet they're all Republican or most of them are Republican? And it's the same woman that rejected an independent analysis of voting data in Arizona. I mean, my God, is this not suspicious? I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not even a Republican. I registered as Republican to vote in the primary and in the general because I'm not voting for Katie Hobbs. You know, I'm a Republican as far as the general election goes, okay? However, you don't have to be a Republican or Democrat to see the consistency. And you don't want an independent analysis. You don't want people looking through your books. You've closed your office so people can't come in. You don't deal with voting issues when they arise unless it's a national news story. You send out faulty ballots. You can't find enough Republican tickets or ballots. It's just like that movie, The Free State of Jones, where Newton Knight with former slaves go into a voting center in the South and they walk up to these big, fat, white, liberal Democrats. They're not really liberals, they're Democrats. It's important to make that distinction. You know, conservatives are classical liberals. And they say, we'd like Republican tickets, please. And the Democrats sitting there, just like up in Maricopa County at the Secretary of State's office, the Democrats sitting there say, we ain't got no Republican ballots. Matthew McConaughey's character, he says, okay, we'll wait then. And the guy says, you're going to be waiting a long time. That's what they're doing. It's literally what was happening post-Civil War. It's literally Reconstruction-era policies of the Democrat Party, losing Republican ballots, rejecting analysis independently of the system, having magical, mysterious glitches that deregister Republicans. Does anybody think that's coincidental? Anybody think that's suspicious? You know what's even more suspicious is when I tried to share this story on social media, when I tried to tweet at the Republican or Democrat Party for Arizona, uh, when I tried, to, it gets blocked. Nobody sees it. Or a few select people that go to my page see it. That's also super suspicious. You try contacting 
the different offices. Nobody wants to handle it. Nobody wants to deal with it because a bunch of Republican rhino GOP people don't want to hear about it. They just think, oh, you must be a Trump supporter. You think everything's rigged. It's all made up. It's all fake. No, I, I'm not any of those things. And I wasn't even a proponent of talking about election fraud. I've never even done a show on it. But I'm doing it now because guess what I'm experiencing? Ballots sent to me I didn't request. My name re-registered in a system I got out of that I didn't ever sign up for. And then they deregistered me from it. And apparently I'm re-registered again. And then uh, all this happens right when it's announced that, well, Katie Hobbs' office sent out thousands of faulty ballots again. I mean, my God, this is so criminal. We come back from break. We're going to continue to explore this story. I've got some of that audio I want to play for you right here on The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. More after this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Understand what's going on around you. You are in a state of war. And you have precious little time to save yourself. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. 
Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call up to the fall up back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Ryan Gable, and you are listening to the Secret Teachings Radio, broadcasting out of southern Arizona, western Tucson, near the Tucson Mountain Park, the Saguaro National Forest. Secret Teachings airs Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. You can always listen to the show after it airs on the website or on any of the radio or podcast players you use. If you're listening on one of those players, I ask you to please leave us a review. Leave us a couple of stars. Let us know and let others know what you think of the show. If you get annoyed by those monetized advertisements, you can also subscribe to the show archive without them, plus my books, plus the montages, plus a private RSS feed at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's www.thesecretteachings.info. The email is rdgable at yahoo.com. And tonight's show is really not a show that I wanted to do. It's, it's actually a little bit hard for me to push through this because I wanted to talk more about Halloween-related stuff. We did have Charlie Robinson on Monday, Karen Dahlman on last night. We have a couple of shows planned tomorrow and Friday that'll be very Halloween-centric. But considering that we are coming up quickly on the election, the midterms, The voting date here is November 8th. The primary was August 2nd. And uh, over those few weeks, I mean, from August, September, October, just a few months, something apparently happened to my registration in the voting system. And uh, I have been opted back into receiving paper mail-in ballots again. A quick recap for anybody who missed the first hour. I registered as an independent in December of 2021, explicitly stating that I wanted to vote in person. I do not want a paper ballot. I do not want to mail-in ballot. A couple of months after that, I switched to the Republican Party to vote in the primary. When I went down to cast my vote, I was told my ballot was already processed. They couldn't give me another one. They couldn't process another one because my other one, they said I had received another one. It's, it's already processed. It's already, you already voted. I said, I didn't vote, never received a ballot. I'd like to vote now that, well, we can't do that for you because you already submitted a ballot. So they got on the phone and talked to some people. And over, over an hour later, around an hour later, 
I was able to get a ballot in person, a special ballot, they called it, voted, sealed it up, put it in the box, and I left. And I thought the issue, if there was one, was resolved. Initially, I thought, well, they have a new system. Some of these poll workers are probably new. So maybe that's why, maybe it's because I'm here at 7 a.m. right when they open, basically, for voting, maybe that's why there's an issue. It's early. It's a new system. I'm one of the first voters here. I tried to keep an objective, and I still think I'm keeping an objective mindset about this issue. I was informed by the guy running the operation there that if I was somehow on an auto voting mail-in ballot processing uh, uh, a list, that I should be off of it now. Shouldn't be an issue because they gave me the ballot, voted in the primary, and that was it. And I've had people tell me, well, what's the big deal? You got to vote anyway. What's the big deal if they sent you another ballot? What do you mean, what the, what's the big deal? Well, why would you ask a question like that? I have people on Twitter and Facebook asking me that. They're trolls, I'm sure. Sock puppets, I'm sure. The issue is a ballot was generated in my name that I did not receive that was submitted in my name. That's suspicious. That's fraudulent. That's criminal. And somebody probably, although I can't prove it, I don't know, somebody probably harvested my ballot. Now again, being objective and not being a Trump supporter, not being a Republican, although I registered as one to vote in the primary because I wasn't voting for Katie Hobbs. I was voting for Carrie Lake. And I sat there after that in the car for a few minutes and I thought about it. I thought, well, I got to start writing this stuff down and documenting this. Um, It's the first time this has happened. I just moved here. I just registered to vote. But I'm going to write this down. So I I wrote it down. I didn't think anything else was going to happen. I thought it was just an inconvenience. It was, objectively speaking, a glitch. Something went wrong. No big deal. Until October 12th, a couple of days ago, I received... So this was what? This was like uh, two weeks ago. I received a text message that said, Hi, this is Myra with Voting Futures. They gave me the address, my address. Here's a picture of your ballot. And all of, all of this is coming to you. You have any questions, let us know. And I said, yeah, why am I receiving a ballot? I didn't request one. I got a little suspicious. I think it's a, it's a healthy suspicion considering what I went through during the primary. So... A couple days later, I think it was on the 17th, I received my ballot in the mail. And I have it right here in front of me. I've got the green envelope from Gabriela Cazares Kelly. I've got the official election mail business reply yellow envelope. I've got a white envelope for the Pima County ballot affidavit. I've got a list of uh, early ballot locations to drop it off. I can just I throw it anywhere. Just drop it off anywhere. There's a whole list of them there. It's in Spanish too. I get the uh, voting instructions. Sure, it says on there, vote Democrat. Uh, and then here is the ballot itself. I've got it right here in front of me. It's like two pieces of computer paper stacked on top of each other. Early official ballot. That's what I got. Hey, look, I can vote all Democrats. All the Democrats are here at the top. I can vote Democrat, 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 and the Republicans are at the bottom. So I received that in the mail 
And after what I went through in the primary, especially after I was told I got a ballot when I didn't receive a ballot and I was having no issues with the mail at the time, I didn't receive a ballot. They told me I had submitted one. Now I get a text message and then I get a ballot in the mail officially. Right after that, I get another paper in the mail, important voting information. If you're having any issues, have any questions, call Opportunity Arizona. It gives her the number 866-R-VOTE. I called them. She looked, the lady that answered, looked into the Pima County Recorder's office and found I had requested a ballot, which I didn't, on September 18th. Now I have a much healthier suspicion that something weird is going on. So after a conversation with this lady, she couldn't help me any further. I, con- I called, I contacted the Pima County Recorder's office again. Spoke to somebody very quick to get me off the phone. They got me to an agent. The lady, I was skeptical of at first. I didn't know what to, you know, how to gauge it. Hopefully she's unbiased. And, well, she seemed to be unbiased and, until we get to the end of the conversation. And she tells me, well, this has happened to several people, similar things that you're explaining, because I explained to her the whole last hour of the show. I explained to her in like 10 minutes on the phone. And um, she said, it seems to me what's happening is when you go to the motor vehicle department to register or, or post office, computer or a piece of paper, when it's put into the system, it's automatically registering people. Even if they select no, they don't want the ballot. It automatically opts them into it anyway. And she said, the only way that we can solve this is if you fill out a legal form here from the office or online, print it out, bring it in, and then we can remove you from that list officially. And I told her, what about, you know, when I registered initially, what about if there was an issue initially, the primaries, What about that ballot that disappeared during the primaries? And what about this text message I received? And what about this actual physical ballot I received? Something is wrong here. Something is off here. Something is suspicious here. Something seems fraudulent. Something kind of stinks. And I have to keep telling people, uh, this isn't about Donald Trump. This is about my ballot. This is about the the gubernatorial election. This is about the Senate race. This is about Congress. This is about Arizona voting. I I don't give two dams about Donald Trump. This isn't about that. They make it about that. So when you bring up these issues, they relate it back to mega supporters in January 6th. It's total nonsense. I'm tired of hearing about it. Jesus Christ. The issue is they're sending ballots to people in Arizona who aren't requesting them because everybody's being registered on this list. And if you didn't receive a ballot, you still better check to make sure whether you're in Arizona or anywhere else that your name is not on that auto vote list. Because if it is, they can legally print you a ballot and they don't even have to send it to you. Because that happened to me during the primary. Which means that you might go vote for Republican or Democrat, but God knows in your name how many other times you voted, how many other ballots were collected, how many ballots were harvested because they were printed under your name, under your legal voting registration. Now, this just happened on October 19th. So this was a few days ago, last week. As many as 6,000 faulty ballots listing federal races were mailed to Arizona voters due to a voter registration error coming from the office of Arizona Secretary of State Democrat Katie Hobbs, who is also running for governor. She announced on Tuesday of last week, according to the Associated Press, when people register to vote in Arizona or update their registration, 
Sounds similar to what happened to me, right? An election system queries driver's license records to verify whether the person has proven their citizenship. Those who don't have citizenship documentation on file are not eligible to vote, as they shouldn't be, in state elections and are registered as federal-only voters. So if you don't have the ID and the documentation, you're a federal-only voter. Turns out, Katie Hobbs, and according to her spokeswoman, Sophia Solis, the driver's license inquiry failed to properly verify the citizenship for some people, leading them to be improperly registered as federal-only voters. They did not break down the party affiliation. How much do you want to bet that virtually all of them are Republicans that have been deregistered from voting in Arizona? And just if, even if it was one, even if it was one, but 6,000, they estimate. Other estimates, uh, other estimates are saying 10,000, which, funny enough, that's how many votes Donald Trump lost by in the state of Arizona officially. About 10,000 votes. Not a lot of votes. Does anybody maybe find it logically, reasonably suspicious to think that the Secretary of State's office, which is closed to the public because of COVID still in 2022, October, which has sent out thousands of faulty ballots, six to 10,000 or more because of a, quote, voter registration error, but they won't tell you what party they were from. If they were Democrats, they would absolutely tell you they were Democrats. Democrats are being ripped off. The Republicans are behind this. But since it was probably Republicans, they don't want to tell you what the party affiliation is. The same Secretary of State who botched the primary election, responsible for the reason I re- didn't even receive a ballot, but it was registered in my name, couldn't get enough Republican ballots up there in Maricopa County. You got, I mean, this is one of your only major jobs, and you can't get enough just Republican ballots. Does anybody think this is suspicious? Or are we still walking around with our heads up our asses Relating everything to January 6th, Donald Trump, orange man, Mar-a-Lago. How about we focus on what's happening right now to people like me who are registered independents? How about we focus right now on what's being reported nationally, even the Associated Press? Katie Hobbs, her office, oh, they can't get enough Republican ballots. There's voter registration errors, but it's all it's only affecting Republicans, though. Only affecting Republicans, though. I mean, if you... If you like if you had a house in a neighborhood and every single house in the neighborhood was vandalized and broken into except yours, people might find that suspicious. When you can't get Republican ballots to the polls. And people say, well, why would they do that? Well, if you're in line, you can still vote. You know, if you're in line before 7 p.m., I think it is. You can still vote. They can't turn you away. It doesn't matter if you're voting up until midnight, as long as you're in line. But are a lot of people going to stand in line that long? No. And it's only Republicans that would have to do it because they have enough Democrat tickets. So that pushes Republicans out the door and some of them might not vote. That is election fraud. That is voter tampering. That is election tampering. That is and should be absolutely 100% proof of conspiracy fraud, conspiracy to commit fraud, conspiracy to interfere in election, etc., but they blame it on the computer. Oh, it's just a voter registration error. And then this came out 
October 18th. So this was uh, last, last week, early last week. This is from the Secretary of State office. And this is from Sophia Solis. It says, Secretary of State Katie Hobbs has released the following statement regarding an error affecting a small number of Arizona votes. Oh, it's just a small number. Just happens to be the exact amount of votes that Donald Trump had lost by in Arizona. Just a small number. And it says this. Sure, it was written by some lawyer PR people. My, uh, I could talk like her. My office found and corrected a database error in concert with the motor vehicle division, which led to less than a quarter of 1% of votes being registered as federal only vote. I can't even, I can't hurt that. This woman is, oh my God, this woman is the most disgusting human being I've ever seen in my life. She is so gross. She is so racist. She is so sexist. She hates Arizonans. She hates guns, but she walks around with security that carries AR-15s. I mean, this woman is, this woman is a whole nut. This is like a female version of Mao or something. This woman is just a psychotic nut job. So let, let me take a deep breath here. Let me read you what it says. My office found and corrected. Oh, so she found an error that she didn't have any responsibility in, and she corrected the error. Good for her. A database error in concert with the MVD, which is what the lady from the recorder's office told me. She said, when you go to the MVD, it's the registration there. It's opting you into the auto-generate. That's what she thought based on who she's spoken to at the, at the recorder's office. And this happens to be a very similar situation where there's just an error at the MVD where, and I would imagine, again, they're not telling you what voters these are. If it was Democrats, it would be election fraud. But since it's Republicans, it's probably not going to be talked about. They won't mention it. So it's like you go register as a Republican at the MVD and then and, oh, you get deregistered to vote in the state. They can't find your identification or proof of, of citizenship. So you just get registered as a federal voter. So it prevents people from voting. And then when you can't get enough ballots to the polls, it prevents a certain percentage of those people from standing in line. They're not going to stand in line. They got stuff to do. So they leave. So you're preventing some Republicans from voting. You're turning others away at the poll. And it's not illegal. If people choose to leave, that's not illegal. It's not Katie Hobbs' fault she didn't send enough Republican ballots. You should vote Democrat. They got plenty of those. And this is literally what the Democrat KKK clan did in the South in the Reconstruction era. It was all fraud. They killed people. They targeted whites and blacks. They intimidated people. They turned people away at the polls with guns. They threatened people if they don't vote for Democrats. It's the same GD tactics today. I don't care if the party switched. They're using the same tactics. If it was happening to Democrat ballots as well, then we would have a much bigger issue. But it's isolated, and it's happening specifically to Republican ballots in Arizona. That was during the primary. Look it up. Mainstream news. And it's happening with Republican registrations through the MVD, which is what the recorder's office lady told me. It says some of these voters may have received a federal-only ballot in the mail when they should have received a full ballot. Affected voters will not be notified, will be notified, excuse me, and will receive the correct ballot shortly. So what happens to all the other federal ballots? Do, 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 they, get, do they get put into a system and shredded and deleted? And What happens to those? Or is this a clever way of, well... We accidentally sent out these thousands of ballots, six to 10,000 roughly. They don't say six to 10,000. They say less than a quarter of a percent. Well, hell, less than a quarter of a percent, half a percent, a fraction of a fraction of a quarter of a percent can change an election. 
I don't care if one ballot was accidentally sent out. It's still an issue. So what happens to all those ballots? Do they just get dumped in the trash? Do they get, you know, do they get shredded? Or do you go around and collect them all? And then in people's names, you you fraudulently submit these to the general election. I'm not sure if they can do that. But then again, you know, all the other stuff they're doing. I mean, what, what, what are these people what are they getting at? Because it seems like this is very well orchestrated, very suspicious. It's only happening to Republicans in Arizona. How? How is it not happening to the Democrats? Why did it take Katie Hobbs? I don't know if you've, you've heard anything about Arizona. This woman is refusing to debate. She calls her opponents Nazis and, and sexists and racists, even though she's a literal. She's been declared by a court of law twice to be a racist and to be a sexist, to discriminate against black women. She can't find anything nice to say about Hispanics. And yet there she is, unable to get Republican ballots to the box or to the poll to get to the box. But she was able to count the Democrat tickets within like three or four hours. It took almost 20 hours to count the Republican tickets. Is that because there's so many Republican tickets or is it because they just they can't count Republican? It's just so suspicious, you know. And then you get cases like this. A woman in Arizona working for the Democrat Party. Was convicted of ballot harvesting. Here's another one. Two Arizona women to be sentenced in ballot harvesting case. Arizona woman sentenced to 30 days in jail for collecting four ballots. And people, oh, it's just four ballots. I don't care if it's half a ballot. One ballot is bad enough. Four ballots is proof of a pattern. And when you have six to 10,000 ballots accidentally sent out, they won't tell you who the party is based on a, quote, voter registration error that even the local press won't pick up. The Associated Press has to pick it up, which is surprising they even picked it up. And then the, the Secretary of State office, which is closed, which won't deal with any election issues, says we corrected a database error dealing with the MVD less than a quarter of 1%. That's, that's six to 10,000 ballots, lady. That's a lot of votes. That's how many votes Trump lost by in the state of Arizona. Uh, well, Trump only lost by a quarter of 1%. So even if there was fraud, it's not a big deal. No, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. No matter who the candidate is, it's a huge deal. And they say some of these voters may have received a federal-only ballot. Now, you might be asking, what is your ballot that you received, Ryan? Well, mine is not a federal-only ballot, which kind of makes this even more suspicious. Why? Well, um, because this means one of two things. At least two things I can think of. It means either one, they're printing these and sending these to everybody, or they're some, some of them they're sending out. Other people aren't getting them, but they're being printed in their name because they're being put into this auto-generate category automatically and not being informed of it. And so these ballots are just floating around. It could be that the six to 10,000 ballot story is a distraction from this fact where more than six or 10,000 ballots are going out just to federal and they're deregistering Republicans. Or it could be that maybe it's all just a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence. I never requested this. I told them not to send this to me. They sent it to me anyway. When I called the recorder's office, they told me it's an MVD issue. And what does the Secretary of State tell us? It's an M- and I talked to them last week on the phone. And what do they tell oh, It's an MVD issue. It's just putting people in the auto-generate category, opting you into it, even if you opt out of it. 
and it's deregistering because they can't find the identification of some voters. But we can't tell you what the party affiliation is. Well, who, who, you want to take a guess? Who do you think the party affiliation is? Seriously, who do you think the party affiliation is? Okay, you think it's Democrats? No, because it was Dem- they would have solved this problem a long time ago. This is how fraud and cheating happens. And I'm experiencing it firsthand sitting here looking at this ballot that they sent me. Now, I want to play you this clip real quick. And I'll play you some of the conversation with the recorder's office. You know, people always looking for, well, where's the evidence? Well, I've got it here in front of me. I've got the recording from the recorder's office. Oh, well, that, but yeah, but that's, that's not proof. Like, you're, you're saying the election's rigged. I didn't, I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying that how are you processing... Six, six, 10,000 ballots just got to be for Republicans because they don't want to tell you who the party is. Sending out ballots to other people who don't request them. They can print these in your name even if you don't know it. If you're on that list that they automatically opt you into from the MVD, you need, if you're in Arizona, you need to check that because they, there could be several ballots circulating in your name. You could be voting for Katie Hobbs 25 times. So I'm going to play you her opponent in the race of, you know, she won't debate her. I'm going to play you one of the best clips I think I've ever heard. This this is how you handle the media, okay? When the media co- constantly asks you about election denying, election denying. I mean, real election denying is telling people if they don't vote for you, they're going to lose democracy. That's what Katie Hobbs does. Tell people to vote no matter who they vote for in one party. Republicans do it too, without knowing the issues of the candidates or the policies, and refuse to debate your opponent. Also, focus on democracy rather than the minority or the rule of law. You know, focus on those things instead. So um, I could play this clip. We've got about a minute and a half here. I'll play some of the clip and I'll play the rest when we get back. This is how you handle the media. They keep asking about election denying. This is how Carrie Lake handled the media here in Arizona. If you're going to start throwing around terms like election denier, let's remember who the other election deniers were. Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats. Next question. The question is, you over the weekend, everybody, you took the Google all over the world. Your name was ringing everywhere. And one of them, yes, ma'am, because I have the scale. And one of them has, and most of them were asking, is she uh, uh, an election denier, Carrie Lake? And that was like, like going around on all different cable news. What do you elaborate on this? I'm actually shocked you asked that question, George. <laughs> well, actually, Anthony, where's Anthony? Once in a while. <laughs> Here, Anthony. You know, I, I did a little. Actually, Anthony, Anthony, how old are you? Twenty. Are you a journalist? No. Well, you did better research than half these people. Um, let's talk about election deniers. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh wow! Look at this. This is from. This is from uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that. Is that an election? And, and it goes on. I'll play the rest for you when we get back here on The Secret Teachings. I'm not a Republican, but this is what I'm experiencing as an independent registered voter in Arizona. It's pretty stunning. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, 
facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info if you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of ryan's research in your hands grab a physical and digital copy of his books occult arcana will introduce you to sacred myths folklore and alchemy the technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and ai to black goo and ufos food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food germ theory and geoengineering visit thesecretteachings.info people ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis and misinformation i say take control of your body and mind with water filtration visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with pro one water filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home camping trip and even the shower they filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends family and yourself that's pro one water filters at thesecretteachings.info the secret teachings radio show is on facebook and twitter just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and tst underscore underscore radio to tweet with us if you'd like to hear more of the secret teachings if you missed a show or part of a show sign up to the ever-expanding archive at the secretteachings.info when you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the fall out back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi everyone, this is Mark Passio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. So something funny happened to me. In August of this year, when I went to vote in the Arizona primary, registered as an independent, then I registered as a Republican to vote in the primary. I was told that there was a ballot generated in my name, and it was submitted in my name, and they couldn't give me another ballot. They said I requested one by mail. I eventually was able to vote through a long, drawn-out hour-plus process and several phone calls. But my suspicion grew even more when I received a text message a few weeks ago, October 12th, a few days ago, a group called Voting Futures telling me, hey, here's a picture of your ballot. Here's your address. We're sending you this ballot for the general election. Make sure you turn it in beforehand. Any questions? I said, yes. Why am I receiving a ballot? I never requested one. I didn't receive one during the primary, but I was told that I did receive one and it was furthermore submitted in my name. Somebody had turned it in in my name. So what's going on here? 
Of course, the text message people, the volunteers, we're volunteers, sir. So they didn't help me. They don't know what's going on. They're probably working for one political party or the other. Then I received my ballot in the mail just a few days ago last week. Got really upset when I saw it sitting there in the mailbox. Next day, I received a piece of paper that said, if you have any questions, call this number, Opportunity Arizona, 866-R-VOTE. That's 866-R-VOTE. Called them up, had the woman tell me on the phone. They got into the Pima County Recorder's database and gave me the date of my registration, December 27th, 2021, and told me that I requested a ballot on September 18th of 2022, just a few weeks ago. I said, I never requested that ballot, ma'am. Long story short, I ended up on the phone with the Pima County Recorder's office. I told them the whole story. She told me, you did request a ballot on the 18th. I see you were registered independent. I see you were switching to the Republican Party for the primary. I see that there's this stuff on your account, uh, your registration, all this. She said, that's really strange. I've had some other people tell me about things like this. Um, Some people just couldn't remember if they signed up for the auto-generate or not. But if you know you didn't, which I know I didn't, and even if I did initially, it was changed during the primary for sure. Somehow I ended up back on that list. She told me you have to come down in person. She said, well, she'd recommend in person. You can do it online. But, you know, with all the issues, you should come down in person, fill out a paper, and we can remove you in person. So this was last week. Okay. And last week, something else also happened. Like literally the day that I made that phone call, this story broke out of Arizona. 6,000, some estimates are higher at 10,000, ballots were sent to Arizona voters that were faulty under Katie Hobbs's watch. Katie Hobbs is the Secretary of State running for the governor's office. The AP picked up the story and said basically what's happening is. If you don't have citizenship documentation on file, you're not eligible to vote in state elections, so you're registered as a federal-only voter. According to the, quote, voter registration error and the Associated Press and Sophia Solis, the spokeswoman for the Secretary of State for Arizona, what's happening is a bunch of people couldn't have their citizenship verified. So they were deregistered to vote in Arizona, and they were given federal registration only but they won't tell you what party they're from. That in and of itself is really suspicious. I would imagine that they're probably Republicans, most of them. And if this is a glitch, just a glitch, no conspiracy, but if this is a glitch, this should call a lot of things into question. For example, in Arizona, just... Eight days ago, Arizona woman sentenced to 30 days in jail for collecting four ballots, ballot harvesting case. Here's another one. Two Arizona women to uh, be sentenced in ballot harvesting case. You find these in Texas, find these in Arizona, you find these all over the country. When you bring these up to people, they say, well, that's one case. Well, that's just two cases. There's only four ballots. And this is exactly what Katie Hobbs' office, when they put out the paper, I have a copy of it here. Press release, immediate release, Katie Hobbs, Secretary of State, whose office is closed because of coronavirus. She says that less than a quarter of 1% of voters will be registered as federal-only voters when they should have been registered as full-ballot voters. But they don't tell you what party they're from. You can take a good guess. They're probably from the Republican Party. 
considering the affiliations and the associations of the Secretary of State for Arizona at the moment. She said, my office found and corrected the database error. Maybe it's just to make her seem like she's taking the election seriously. The error is from the Motor Vehicle Division, the MVD, which is what I was told on the phone is where I was automatically opted in to receive paper mail-in ballots, despite the fact that I never opted in. In fact, I was staunch about opting out. And then during the primary, when I didn't receive a ballot, but I was told that I did, one was still printed in my name and circulating somewhere. Now I've received one for the general. Having never requested it, I want to know how many more ballots in my name, your name, or anybody else's name, in Arizona in particular, any other state as well. If you're on that auto-generated list, every state's a little different, but if you're on that list, they can legally print you a ballot, and apparently they don't have to send it to you. They just It just gets submitted in your name. You voted. They don't tell you who you voted for. They don't tell you how many six, ten thousand ballots were accidentally registered as only federal voters. They don't tell you what party that was from. And six, ten thousand votes, that's about what Donald Trump lost by in Arizona, isn't it? Isn't that suspicious? And I'm not even a proponent of that narrative. I just find it weird that having not followed any of this election fraud stuff, that I'm dealing with it myself as a relatively recent registered voter in the state of Arizona. And then as I'm dealing with it, with the text messages and the the ballot in the mail and the primary issues, the Secretary of State puts out a letter that says, yeah, we sent out thousands of faulty ballots and we deregistered people from full voters to federal voters only. Oops. And this is all Katie Hobbs has to campaign on anyway. She calls her opponent a Nazi and a racist, even though she's been convicted of racism in a court in Arizona to the tune of $3.4 million it's cost the taxpayers. The person she discriminated against received a few hundred thousand dollars as a result of the discrimination. And her opponent, Katie, uh, Katie Hobbs' opponent, Carrie, Carrie Lake, she is constantly, like every, every interview is, well, you're an election denier, election denier, election denier. You keep bringing the election up. I mean, if you read what this woman says on her website, Carrie Lake's website, she's campaigning on other things, unlike Katie Hobbs, who says we need to have more houses and that's how we can get, that's how we can get people off the street. Well, that doesn't solve the problem. Are you serious? You dunce? Well, if we had uh, taxes removed for wood pencils for school season, uh, it'll help families. What's a wood pencil cost? Five cents? This woman is totally nuts. So the media is asking Carrie Lake about this again, and and I think she gave the best answer possible about uh, election denying. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh, wow, look at this. This is from from, uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that. Is that an election denier? Oh, look at this. Just heard Republican Ryan Costello said it would be difficult for Stacey Abrams to win because she lost her state bid, but yet she's still claiming she never lost. This is outright Hillary Clinton. Trump is an illegitimate president. Is she an election denier? This one says, was the 2016 election legitimate? It now definitely is a question worth asking. That's the Los Angeles Times. So it's okay for Democrats to question elections. 
but it's not okay for Republicans. It's a crock of BS. Every one of you knows it. We have our freedom of speech, and we're not going to relinquish it to a bunch of fake news propagandists. If you want a copy of these, I'm sure that we're, Anthony would help you get a copy and help you learn how to be journalists, but look it up. It's been happening for a long time. Since 2000, people have questioned the legitimacy of our elections. And all we're asking is that in the future, we don't have that have to happen anymore. Okay. When I'm governor, excuse me, when I'm governor, we're going to make sure we have honest elections. We want the Democrats, the independents, and the Republicans to all know that their vote counted. We want fair, honest, and transparent elections. And we're going to deliver that for the people. But just remember, guys, this is one page after Hillary Clinton says George W. Bush was selected president, not elected. See, this is, this is how you handle the media. This is how you handle the media. And I've been skeptical about this woman, but I think that she's for real. I think that she's legitimate. In terms of the lesser of two evils, she's certainly less evil than Katie Hobbs. But here's the issue in terms of the state of Arizona. I'm just a lonely radio host out here in the desert. And I'm receiving primary election notification that my ballot was already turned in. I was removed from any list that I was supposedly on, and I received yet another ballot. The same week that the Secretary of State announces that there are six or ten or more thousands, six to ten thousand ballots that went out to people as federal only when they should have been full ballot voters because the Motor Vehicle Department couldn't verify their identification. And they said it was just a glitch, a voter registration error. That's happening in Arizona right now as we speak. And yeah, I know Halloween's coming up. We had a fun show with Karen Dahlman last night. We're going to have some fun shows tomorrow and Friday. But this is so critically important. And Carrie Lake is 100% right. From Stacey Abrams to George Bush and Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, all these people, Bush was selected Trump didn't actually win the 2016 election. And what happens when you bring these issues up with people? An election denier, January 6th, or like one woman at the marketplace down here in Tucson told me, oh, I don't remember anybody ever denying that Trump won the 2016 election. It's so fraudulent and disingenuous. These people are just, just disgusting trash. What do you mean you don't remember it? You're clearly a Democrat pretending that you're not to get votes for something, to kick kids out of you know, having school choice. And they call it, it call it fascist to want to give kids school choice in the state of Arizona. That's, that's fascist. It's like the least fascist thing you can imagine. To give kids choice, to give parents choice is somehow considered fascist. Here's a quote from Jonah Goldberg, author of Liberal Fascism. It's a really great quote. Very, very relevant today. Free speech is under relentless assault where it matters most around elections. And it is being sanctified where it matters least around stripper polls. Oh, you can have all the liberal discussions you want, but when you have a conservative discussion or a moderate discussion or a libertarian discussion, anything that isn't left-wing, censored, blocked, shadow banned, conspiracy theorist, Nazi, white supremacist, racist, I'm sick and tired of it. Arizonians are sick and tired of it. Americans are sick and tired of it. Texans are sick and tired of it. Hell, New Yorkers are sick and tired of it. Floridians are sick and tired of it. Uh, people from Montana, Portland, Oregon, every city, every single state, people are sick and tired of the nonsense. They're sick and tired of the name calling. And that's why you see the secretary of state in Arizona having to 
tamper with the voter registration. And that's just one issue. My issue is different than that issue, but it still deals with the MVD. I still don't know what's going to happen. Am I going to be able to vote in the general or am I going to have to stand there for an hour while they talk to these people on the phone again? And then what happens to this ballot? You hear this? What happens to this piece of garbage that they sent me? I'm surprised that there's even a Republican on the list, to be honest with you. I thought I was going to open it up. It was just going to say uh, candidates for governor, Katie Hobbs. And I was going to say, where's Carrie Lake at? Well, you don't get to vote for her. She's a racist. Even though Katie Hobbs is the one convicted of actual literal racism. Carrie Lake tries to explain to people, well, you know, men and women are physically different. And Katie Hobbs says she doesn't believe women and men are equal. You talk about mudslinging and politics. That's one thing. But when you're this brazen about it and you refuse to debate your opponent like you see this all across the country. And hey, Republicans are doing it, too. There's some Republicans that aren't showing up for debates. Here's how you rig an election. You tell people if they don't vote for you, they're going to lose democracy. They don't know what democracy is anyway. It's mob rule. You ignore the minority. You ignore the rule of law in a constitutional republic. You tell people to vote no matter who they vote for, as long as it's blue, the blue hearts, the blue wave, Rovember, without even knowing the issues of the candidates. Or you focus on a singular issue that gets people really whipped up. But when you vote for the person that you think is going to solve that problem, nothing ever happens. And of course, you just refuse to debate your opponent. That's how you undermine democracy. That's how you undermine the rule of law. That's how you undermine majority rule. That's how you undermine the Constitution. That's how you undermine state sovereignty. That's how you undermine Western civilization. That's how you undermine sovereignty and freedom. That's how you undermine the voice of the people. Not to mention the literal suppression of speech. And this is what's happening in Arizona. I'd imagine it's happening a lot of other states as well. And guess what? I tried to go to the news with this. I tried even to go to the Republican Party of, uh, of, of Arizona for this. I get no response from anybody. Nobody wants to hear my story. Nobody wants to listen to it. It doesn't go viral. It gets censored. It gets shadow banned. But you know what I do? Every, I swear to God, I just did it right now. I, I go to, let me back out of it. Let me, go, let me go to Twitter. I go to Twitter. I don't follow Katie Hobbs, the Democrat nominee for governor who wouldn't even debate her own Democrat opponents. And what comes up every single time I go into Twitter, every single time, immediately, I follow Carrie Lake. I don't follow Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs, top of my feet every single time. Every single time it's Katie Hobbs or it's something from the Democratic Party. I don't even follow Democrats. And that's what I'm getting. And I'm not the only one who thinks that. I'm not the only one who knows that. Nathan Allen here in Arizona, listener of the show. Same exact thing. He says this is this is this is what he's seen. He, he, he's not at all following Democrats. And yet everything he sees on Twitter, it's Democrat, 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 Democrat. May I remind you of Mark Zuckerberg telling Joe Rogan that the FBI told him to censor the Hunter Biden story because they thought it would affect the outcome of the election. That's election fraud. That's election tampering. That is illegal. Especially because you have government agencies telling these corporations they're all one and the same ultimately to censor things to affect the outcome of, a, of an election. Not to mention you have Chinese police stations in the United States that are engaged in changing people's political views and suppressing dissent of both Chinese nationals and against those who don't like the Communist Party of China or have issues with China stealing intellectual property, etc. Here's another story. This actually just came up this morning. Here's a here's kind of a positive story. Katie Hobbs has shown up to her office 
Secretary of State office 19 days in the last six months. 19 days. The woman does not show up for work. She won't debate. She doesn't appear in front of the media unless it's super controlled. But yet she wants your vote. Oh, and it's even better than that. Because if you want to uh, you want to go to our Twitter page, TST underscore underscore radio, you want to look what Project Veritas did for this lady, and she's a microcosm for the rest of the country. Look what Project Veritas did. Project Veritas went and tried to get you know, uh, uh, you know, an interview with her. They tried to talk to her. Hey, Katie, talk to us. What's going on? T- tell us about you know, you, you, what, what you plan to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we just want to talk to you for a second. I'm going to find it. I'm going to play it for you right now. This is what this, what this pathetic worm did. She literally ran away from the reporter... You know, his skin was dark and she doesn't like dark people, admittedly. So she ran away from the reporter literally and then went and literally hid. I mean, literally hid in the bathroom at the restaurant. It's not hyperbole. Oh, and by the way, I also got another one. I got one of these letters, too. You can vote by mail. But they spelled by B-U-Y. I put that on our Twitter page, too. Uh, So here it is. Here's part of it. Here's, here's how she treats. Well, this is one of the videos. I'm not going to talk to people like her. Okay, here's the, here's the real video. Rained and take an oath to, to perform. So if an Arizona voter were to conclude from your previous answer that you do not favor any specific weak limit on abortion, would they be correct? I support leaving the decision between a woman and her doctor and leaving politicians entirely out of it. Okay, so that's that's Katie Hobbs's view on abortion. She literally is pro-abortion after birth. R.C. Maxwell, Project Veritas action. That's a brief question about the statement that he's made. You have a great day, and then she spills her drink and just leaves it. That's real good for the environment. And then she goes and hides in the bathroom. I don't want to talk politics to anybody I, does, I don't know. Well, that would be uh, you know, a majority of the voters. And then they go and they, they talk to her field organizers and try to figure out what's going on. And then they show, well, they got, well look, look, what, look what her, uh, her team carries around in the car. Really? Never say anything like that. Really? Because that's such a big issue here, huh? Correct. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Is that an AR-15? That is an AR-15. Easier to fire than a handgun. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's kind of scary. That's why it's scary. An AR-15 they carry around. This is Joe Wolf, head political consultant for the Katie Hobbs campaign. They literally carry an AR-15 around with them, but... Publicly, which is really more impactful once you're governor, so it's kind of like... This state of Portland is crazy and the guns, so we're not going to take the heat for it before she can do anything about it. Yeah, we, people in this state, they're crazy. They love their guns. We're not going to take the heat for that, but we carry around guns. You know, we carry round guns. So we're going to be around the city and we're going to keep doing it. We have a lot of concerns about Katie's family. This is Jasper Adams, her field organizer. She's she's not debating. We don't know why she's not debating. Basically said only Democrats care about debates and it's not going to change anything. Yeah, but she is a Democrat. So that's her field organizer, the people that work for her team. She's a microcosm of the rest of the country. Does anybody else notice this or see this or recognize this? The, the, the fraud, the deceit. You don't get to have guns, but I get to have guns. I get to carry an AR-15 around, but I want to make sure. Pima County passed a resolution yesterday, or uh, not yesterday, a couple of... Um, I mean, Pima County passed a resolution just a few weeks ago. Uh, the city council there said, well, we just we want to make sure we, imply, we apply the red flag laws and we would like to get guns out of Pima County entirely. 
but they're not but they, but they don't want you to not have a firearm to defend yourself, but they carry one with them. It's just I mean, this is so unbelievable. And again, I'm not a Republican. I did not want to do this show tonight, but I found it really important. And I and I, I have the audio. I'm going to just play you some of the audio from the recorder's office. The, the lady that I spoke to give you an idea so you can see that I'm not I'm not making this up. Um, I'll kind of skip through some of it, but this is me calling the recorder's office. It kind of cuts in and out a little bit because I, I had the phone down to the 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 spe- or the speaker phone up to the mic, and I was trying to talk into both, so it's a little bit in and out. But you can you can definitely make it out. On our records, it has that when you're at the MBD and you registered, mm-hmm. that's where the the mail-in ba- ballot came into play. Okay, and so what does that mean? Because I never requested one, and I was very adamant when I signed up to vote, when I registered to vote, that I do not want a paper mail-in ballot. I would like to vote in person on Election Day. And then after the fact, even if what, you're, even if what you're saying is an accident on somebody's part, after the primary, that should have been removed anyway because they contacted through the polling office, all you know, the recorder's office, etc., and they made sure that my name was not on anything, and yet I just called this... Uh, Opportunity Arizona line that came alongside the ballot, and they told me not only was I registered to receive this ballot, I actually requested it. This was their words. I requested the ballot on September 18th, which is 100% false. September 18th? That's what the woman on the line told me. Yes, the 866-R-Vote line. She said she was looking in your system, and I had re- I had requested it on September 18th. Oh, I see. And that never happened, ma'am. I absolutely 100% bet my life, soul, body, everything that I never, ever, ever requested a ballot. And I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, communist, socialist, or you're something else. This is a huge issue. And if this is a glitch, this is a glitch that needs to be fixed. And if this is intentional, people need to go to jail. This is ridiculous. I'm not the only one going through this. Well... Do you, can you confirm what she said? Do you see it says September 18th there on your yes, computer? Yes, I do. I do see that. And I see the 90-day notice that you wanted to vote Republican for the primary only. Okay. Correct. And before that is where the, the problem came with the MBD um, saying that, yes, you want to be on the automatic voting list. So that's, that was on 12-27-2021, must have been when you first registered. Then came the 90-day <coughs> Republican, then after that was a recorder's copy, which I've seen lately, and I haven't seen it before, but it's fine. Um, and trying to look through it to see if it has anything that would trip this. Okay, so I'm going to pause it right there. Back to the radio show now, not the recording. I'm going to fast forward it a little bit because it's 20-something minutes of conversation. I don't want to play the whole thing and bore you, but this is me talking to the recorder's office. Everything I've told you tonight, confirmed there on that call. I'm going to fast forward it just a little bit. We'll listen to a little bit more. I told you that. Well, Yeah. Um, so, with that being said, there were a lot of people before this election that we've entered that requested be taken off. Mm -hmm. Um, 
there was a time deadline and there have been people who have still had a ballot generated for them even though they had been taken off after that date. But um, I wish I knew all the people that um, had this problem. I know a few other because, people personally that are having the exact same. So again, back to the show here. She said, even though people were taking off the list, they still had ballots generated for them anyway because of some time sensitivity issue. Um, this is kind of similar to what was just announced by the Secretary of State's office. They sent out these ballots because they couldn't register people with their identity somehow. So they sent out these faulty ballots, Ten, almost 10,000, it's been estimated. There's more of the call. At the same situation, except... They didn't know for sure that they had not marked yes. Mm -hmm. So they just they just went ahead and filled out a take me off the early voting voting list and um, went on. Okay, I would go to update your registration. Okay. I usually when you do that, they like their office isn't even open from what I understand to try to go into the office when you try to call them. They don't want to deal with any of this. They're the ones that, I mean, they ran out of, and again, it doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican, they ran out of Republican tickets in Phoenix and, and some places. They botched that. They botched it in other parts of the state. They don't seem to care about any of this. They just seem to care about winning, and they don't really care how it comes about. It just seems so fraudulent uh -huh. to me, so deceptive to me. Yeah, they there were some problems that we had during the primary, and... Luckily, we got it taken care of at mm -hmm. this point in time. So, um, so yeah, that's what I would say that you do. And that way, um, a note, write a note as to the things that I've said, because I don't really have a way of um, writing it down for me. I'm taking notes. For, you know, I'm taking notes. Thank here. you. Yeah. Thank you. So this is that's what I would do, and that way you're bringing it in personally. So just to recap, some of this stuff, some of it, nothing specifically, but some of this stuff has happened before, and it, it seems as if, although some people can't remember, that something might be happening at the motor vehicle department when they go to click one thing, the other one clicks. It's almost as if people are being opted into it, even if they opt out of it, is sort of the idea. That's the feeling I'm getting. That's kind of my question slash hypothesis. Okay. Okay. So that's basically the call. It was a lot longer than that, but I cut it down for time's sake tonight on the show. Uh, honestly, I, you know, I don't really have anything to really bombshell conclude with except that audio. Uh, I'm Ryan Gable. This is the secret teachings. I really didn't want to do a show like this in the middle of the Halloween week, but this is, uh, this is, something really important. Uh, we, we know that there's a tremendous amount of fraud in Arizona. We're not talking about Donald Trump. We're talking about the primaries. We're talking about the midterm elections. And it's all revolving around this candidate who is running the operation, running the show, who won't debate, who won't show up, who takes these token pictures with people with dark skin because she's been convicted of racism so many times, literally uh, someone who won't talk to reporters. She, she hides in bathrooms. She hates guns, but carries an AR-15. Just the classic oligarch, the classic authoritarian, the classic alien trying to pretend like they're human. And this woman is a microcosm of the macrocosm. And the issues here in Arizona 
I imagine that they're happening in other states as well. So make sure you're not on that automatically generating uh, a ballot thing, because if you are, they can generate it, pump it out, and they can harvest those ballots. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, independent, or something else. That's all I can leave you with tonight. I hope that you've enjoyed the show. I hope that you maybe you maybe um, either learned something or you at least appreciated the story. Uh, I hope I didn't bore you too much tonight. We've got some real fun shows tomorrow and Friday. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. If you have any questions about this or anything else, TST underscore underscore radio. And the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. If you, if you tell, I'm a little bit frustrated because this is like, this is ridiculous. This is nonsense. And it's it's a consistent pattern coming from the same place, which means it's it's probably not accidental or coincidental. It's probably intentional. That's all I can really leave you with tonight. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Don't be afraid, be informed. Have a good night, have a good morning. <laughs>